0: What's up, I'm Roy Furr, and this is your Monday episode of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets, which means it's time to answer your questions about copywriting, marketing, business building, and more. Today, a question, another question from a subscriber who's curious about that transition from being a content marketer to a direct response copywriter. Somebody, uh, you know, somebody, somebody, converting to the gospel of direct response, recognizing that if you want to be a copywriter who's generating results for your clients and for yourself, direct response is where it's at, two turntables and a microphone, for those of you who are 90s kids (laughs) like myself. Um, Yeah, so let's talk about transitioning from content marketing to direct response copywriting. So the, the specific question that I got Said, I'm curious, would you consider doing a video on making the transition from content writing blog posts to direct response copy? It's from Katie. Yes, Katie, here I am. I'm making the video for you and for anyone else who has been curious about this question. If you have another question you'd like to have answered, check the link in the description to ask Roy your question. That's where you can submit your question to have it answered in an upcoming Mailbox Monday episode. All right, So um, why would someone quit content marketing? Two big reasons. One of them is old and one is pretty new as of this year. So reason number one, well, one of them has gotten much more urgent as far as this year, we'll say that. Uh, So number one reason is to maximize your value and income. In my book, The Copywriter's Guide to Getting Paid, which you can pick up for less than five bucks at the link in the description, I talk about copy that's close to the sale, Versus copy that's far from the sale, and close to the sale. Copy is like the example that I often give is my first offer that I was making to clients as a direct response copywriter. I wrote the sales letter, the order form. I wrote um, you know the supporting copy to drive those sales, and um, that that chunk of copy when somebody sent my emails out to their list that directed their audience to my sales letter and when people read their sales read my sales letter and clicked on the link to go to my order form and put their credit card in my order form to um to place their order it was hard for the client to dispute the fact that my email copy my sales letter my order form now hosted all on their site and all of that, right, but it's my copy that I wrote, is what actually drove the revenue. And so when it's close to the sale like that and you generate a lot of money with the copy, well, let me tell you what. (laughs) That is, uh, it's considered to be very valuable. So if you generate a few hundred thousand dollars for a client or millions of dollars for a client, uh, they're gonna really say, wow, this person is really valuable, I wanna reward them, I wanna keep them around. And they're going to give you a lot of money, versus if you write content like a blog post that you know maybe gets some search engine traction, gets some visitors, gets people digging deeper into the website. Those people eventually sign up for the email list, maybe, and they go on from there. They um, they they maybe buy something down the road, right? It's much harder to track that this particular copy had whatever influence on the sale. And yeah. That stuff can be valuable, but its value is often harder to distinguish and sometimes almost invisible, right? And so you're gonna maximize your value to the client and your income as a copywriter if, if, if you write copy that's closer to the sale. Number two, you should quit content marketing to avoid irrelevance and replacement. You know, this used to just be commoditization at the hands of copywriters who were willing to work for a buck less than you and somebody else willing to work a buck for a buck less than them and prices drive down as supply goes up. And that's still somewhat true in direct response, but the skill required to get good at direct response makes each copyright or less and less of a commodity. Um, today, all that commoditization is made much worse uh, and instead of commoditization, you're trying to avoid irrelevance or replacement due to the rise of AI. Tools like ChatGPT that can crank out a blog post. Now that blog post doesn't have to be perfect, but if I can get a, a blog post to, you know, to be cranked out from a prompt in ChatGPT in a matter of minutes from a $20 a month subscription that's probably easier than managing a content writer to write that stuff for me. Uh, But ChatGPT, as much as we would like it to be, is not at that level as far as being a good copywriter now and probably won't be for quite a while. And even when it is, the skills required to be successful with it are probably going to be the same skills that are required to be a good direct response copywriter today, meaning If you have good copywriting skills, you'll get good copy out of ChatGPT. If you don't, you won't. Uh, And so it's going to be much harder for it to replace the human copywriters, at least fully, uh, for a long time. Content marketing, on the other hand, it can see a blog post. It can copy the general structure of a blog post. It can output that blog post. And it's going to be pretty dang good, uh, especially if it's a more generic topic. So, um... What's the number one difference? This is all leading up to this whole transition from content marketing to direct response copywriting. The number one difference between content and direct response copywriting, content marketing, content copywriting, and direct response copywriting is what I'm calling action intention. That is, I am writing this, I am putting out this content in whatever media I'm using for the explicit purpose of getting someone to take an action at the end. That's the big difference, right? The big difference is, um, you know, am I trying to get them to read or am I trying to get them to read as a prerequisite to taking whatever desired action I want them to take at the end? That could be lead generation, it could be actually making the sale, it could be whatever, right? But it's about moving them towards that next action that's going to move the sales process forward and generating some kind of response. It's in the name direct response, And so when you go to create a piece of direct response copy, you need to have a clear desired next step. And that is the biggest difference between direct response and just content marketing. (laughs) Good news, if you can get people to take action as a result of your messaging, the, the copy that you're writing, you know how to write direct response copy. Now you can get better at it, right? And you can get much more specific as far as what's gonna work in different media, what's gonna work for different offers, all of that. But if you can get somebody to take that next action towards a sale as a result of what you write, that's what makes for effective direct response copywriting. Um, So in this transition from content marketer to direct response copywriter, what kind of direct response copy will be easiest to write first? If you're thinking about the transition, I think that this is where you should start. You know, in in my personal experience, what I did, I got started as a copywriter for someone that wasn't really a direct response. It was a company that wasn't really direct response. And I wrote a bunch of copies. Some of it was like product description. Some of it was emails asking for a response. There was a lot of short copy, short copy landing pages. All of that stuff, I did not get into the long copy for a few years, Uh, and some of that was much better than others at the beginning. But if we're looking at the quickest transition into working with direct response clients, the type of copy that you want to write first, the one thing, the big thing that I think of is advertorials. Now, if you are already skilled at writing blog posts for a particular audience, writing advertorial blog posts for that audience should be fairly easy fairly straightforward basically what you're doing is you're writing something that looks and feels like a blog post but is designed to persuade like a like a sales letter right um like an advertisement and so it's going to start off looking and feeling like that blog post but by the time you get down to the end there's going to be explicit offer made explicit call to action included and These advertorials are wildly effective in many markets uh, for paid traffic. So when you see an ad that goes to something that kind of looks like a blog post, but it's really a dedicated page on a dedicated site that's driving people towards some kind of e-commerce checkout process, that's the kind of stuff that's going to be very easy for you to... um, to 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 move towards. And the great thing is that the companies that are doing lots of advertorials that are in this style, and there's also advertorials in the style that look more like news articles, right? Depending on the market, um, it, it tends to vary a little bit, right? But uh, these advertorials in the style blog posts or articles, those companies, they see the value. They're putting money into driving traffic to that advertorial that drives traffic to their checkout process and generates money. And honestly, if I was transitioning from content writing to, uh, to direct response today, I would probably really go for advertorials. And the thing is, I think that at that opportunity in advertorials is probably only getting bigger today. I don't think that it's shrinking at all. Uh, I think that it's only getting bigger today, and it's so useful across so many different industries, so many different topic areas, and it really does leverage the power of content marketing uh, to, to get attention around a particular topic and drive people through towards, uh, towards taking action. I would also consider doing more direct response email copy, more direct response short to medium length ads. So, think, you know, Facebook newsfeed ads, that sort of thing. These areas where you can just start working with with clients, doing some short copy projects with them. Maybe for somebody who's doing a lot of advertorial advertising, you could offer to write five advertorials for $5,000, and they may only end up running one, but if they're running any significant volume, and you write one of them that performs better than their current one, they could turn that advertorial into tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars, um, if it is a company that's using a lot of advertorials. Um, and, and So these different types of copy are gonna be the best way to get your foot in the door of direct response and in the door of direct response clients and so as you're thinking about transitioning to direct response, you know the prerequisite is study direct response. My training is great for that. I do have advertorial copywriting training that I'm linking to in the description. Uh, go, turning to the classics of direct response is also a, a, a great place to go. All the classic books on direct response advertising. Make sure you're focusing on the principles and strategy. A lot of classic ads that people try to swipe today uh, the techniques and tactics may feel a little bit outdated when applied in today's market. However, the principles and strategy behind them continue to be very valuable. So, adapt the techniques and tactics to your situation, your market, your voice of your copy, all of that. Also, as you are learning direct response, especially as you get into longer copy, I strongly recommend that you study the deep structure of. Highly Effective Copywriting and my High Velocity Copywriting course does teach that. It teaches the three big idea types and it teaches how to turn all of that into a longer pitch. Because when I got into direct response, one of the biggest mistakes I made out of the gate in terms of trying to write longer sales letters, longer copy, was that I really didn't have any good structure to hang my copy on and so it meandered all over the place. But when I focused on the deep structure and built my, you know, gave, gave myself a strong foundation or a strong skeleton to flesh out, right, of the copy, it got much, much more effective. It made a lot more sales, a lot more profit from the copy. And, um, and as a result, I really was able to skyrocket my direct response career that really, really, really becomes important as you start to write longer copy. Um, But in this transition, I would say start with the formats that I mentioned because they're going to be your quickest, easiest way into the world of direct response copywriting and direct response marketing. Be clear about your intention and destination with your clients. Tell them, hey, I'm, I'm transitioning from content marketing, content writing to being a direct response copywriter. And... I think that your company is really interesting. I'd like to work with you. My immediate goal is to help you with whatever kind of overflow, especially like advertorials and other short copy um, that I can do for you. But then from there, I'm interested in, in going deeper with you and maybe doing some bigger direct response campaigns, direct response projects. And so just be clear about that from the beginning so that you plant the seed. And as they have opportunities come up that might be a good fit, they will think of you. And when you're successful with a client, that's an opportunity to offer more. Hey, we had a bunch of advertorials succeed. Uh, Does it make sense to work with you on whatever next step might be a bigger opportunity, a bigger project for you. And always work at the edge of your comfort zone here. It is a big transition that probably is gonna take place over months and years um, to to really establish yourself as a direct response copywriter. It will go fastest if you are working at the edge of your comfort zone, if you're volunteering for bigger projects um, and asking for help when you need it. From the client, from peers, from, you know, you can do paid copy reviews. That's a service that I currently offer. Things like that will make you a better copywriter. So uh, at the end of this, my call to action for you is number one, ask yourself how you are going to use this Going forward, what one takeaway are you going to use as your next step towards establishing yourself in direct response? Also, don't forget to like and subscribe so you can get more content like this delivered to you. I'm including links in the description to the Copywriter's Guide to Getting Paid, my advertorial copywriting course, high velocity copywriting, a link to ask me your question. And yeah, uh, with that, I'm Roy Fur, this is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets and I'll see you again in the next episode. See you soon, bye.